Any fool can deplore bad language, and this fool, yours truly, is no exception. I hate it. You think I'm talking about swearing and obscenities, don't you? By no means. I'll happily say sh** and f and b as if I was born to it. No, I'm talking about bad language, which is much, much more objectionable to my ears. I'm talking about the mangling of English by so many of its speakers. And yes, this is going to be a grumpy old man sort of program, because I've hoisted my curmudgeon flag. Yeah. It started in such a small way for me. It started at school age, with the tiny raised mental eyebrow, if I heard someone say, Mass Exodus, or 4am in the morning. After I'd been taught the meaning of the word tautology, I had something I could wave admonishingly at the perpetrators, before ducking the retaliatory punch in the face. From late teenage onwards, I've developed an inner cringe when I see or hear the words due to being used where owing to is the correct form, when flaunt is confused with flout, when people are appraised of an event instead of apprised. I grit my teeth at things like, me and him are going for a drink. You're the subjects of that sentence, mate. He and I are going for a drink. You wouldn't say, me is going for a drink, or him is going for a drink, would you? Just go for the goddamn drink like proper speakers of your own tongue, for God's sake. You see, it gets me riled. And then, in restaurants and cafes, I started to hear the one that makes me want to jump up and hurl my newly arrived meal at the nearest wall. The waiter or waitress telling me to enjoy. What? Enjoy what? When did that innocent little word enjoy lose its companion? I'm not a naturally violent man, but I sometimes want to bludgeon the serving staff with a baguette and drizzle the following words in soy sauce on their shirt. Enjoy is a transitive verb, which means it takes an object. It's probably not your fault. You're the result of a so-called progressive education. But go back to school now! There'd never be enough space on the shirt, though. Do you recollect a time when people provided a service? That's what they used to tell you. Tradesmen, shopkeepers, hauliers and so on. I provide a service, they'd say. Or, I offer a service. Not any more, they don't. It's not a service, it's a solution. DIY solutions, plumbing solutions, landscape gardening solutions, having your quarrelsome granny shot into space solutions. And nobody offers or provides these solutions, they <coughs> deliver them. Oh, come on, this is just jerking all over the language. You deliver babies or sacks of coal or people from evil if you're the messiah. You don't deliver abstracts like customer satisfaction. It's a hideous misuse, so stop it! Um, then along came synergy. Ugh. I didn't know what that meant when I first heard it, and I still don't know. I suspect that most of the people I heard using it in the corporate world didn't know either. Can you honestly swear that you know? If you can define synergy to me in not more than 12 words of one syllable each... I will be flabbergasted. And now it's leverage that gets me foaming and fuming. I refuse to pronounce it in the American fashion, because I can see there's only one V, so the preceding vowel should be a long one, a concept that appears to have passed Uncle Sam by. And what do people mean when they use it routinely nowadays? From context, it seems to be doing the work of apply, or bring to bear, 
or deploy, or even utilize. So what was wrong with all of those, that so many people who should know better prefer a word that sounds like a very young hare? Is it just slavish adoption of a fashion? A temporary stance until the next irritating buzzword comes along? Oh, give me strength. I'd better wind this up before I wind myself up any more. You see, any fool can deplore bad language. I certainly do. And maybe after this roundup of reminders, you do too. <laughs> <laughs>